Blue Land is the revolutionary cleaning system founded on the belief that a cleaner planet starts by eliminating plastic waste while creating powerful, effective cleaners for your entire home. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order when you go to blueland.com slash AMR. Thanks to BetterHelp for its continued support of Another Mother Runner. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash AMR. Start living a better life today. Rothy's has casual and dressy styles for both men and women, so you'll always find exactly what you need. Hit spring in stride with a new pair of Rothy's. New customers get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash AMR. Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell calling with a, a check-in on the uh, the whole groin area. SPS, how's it going? How's your groin? It's a question you get asked frequently, right? Of course, of course. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I've talked pre- on previous episodes that I am injured. And anyone who is at Hilton Head or saw me on the way to Hilton Head would know that I'm injured. Uh, my stride is quite hinky, my walking stride. Um, so anyway, so I had over the week, so I saw a PT on Thursday, a physical therapist on Thursday, and he was kind of mystified as a little bit why the pain kind of started in the left hip and groin and then had really kind of jumped over to the right side. And so by the time I saw him, the right side was more of a problem than the left side. Ah. So, um, he gave me some exercises and he said that the thing he mainly thought it would be, um, or is, is, um, a bulging disc, which at first I was like, ah, something spinal, like, you know, and he was like, oh, you know, don't worry. That clears up, um, pretty easily in a, you know, you've already, I've already been having this since uh, mid February. He's like, oh yeah, you know, a couple more weeks and it should be fine. And I can give you exercises. It'll provide some relief. He said, or it could be a stress fracture in your pelvis. And I'm like looking at him thinking like, dude, you know, I have enormous wrists. Like I have, I'm just, I just come from very hearty stock uh, <laughs> uh, in terms of my bone density. Your bone density. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you're thinking yeah. no, no, no to the stress fracture. Yeah. So I was thinking no to the stress fracture. And then, and he said, you know, that I would have to go see my doctor to get a referral to get an x-ray. So I went and, and my, um, my general practitioner, he's retiring. And so they put me with um, this woman who's um, probably a couple years older than I am. And she is a runner. So I was really stoked about that. And she was like, oh, you know, don't be, don't be fooled by that. You know, I've, I've seen people who aren't, you know, just little tiny whips of, of runners who get stress fractures. And, um, so she was placing her money on stress fracture. And so I went and got an x-ray on Saturday and, um, uh, I was right. No stress fracture. Uh, did they, did the two doctors bet? So, so the, did the PT win one, you know, two grand on his, on his bulging disc diagnosis. Right. He gets in another mother runner hat and a, <laughs> and a lifetime supply of goo. Uh, and, uh, so anyway, so he, um, that guy's Ryan is super nice. And I'd seen him when I had plantar fasciitis, um, a few years ago. And so he had asked that I email him. So I did email him yesterday. I haven't heard back from him yet, but, um, he had given me some exercises, like I said, and one of them, it's so simple, but it gives a ton of relief. And it's just, um, it's kind of like an exaggerated push-up 
um, like a cobra, you know, that yeah. you do in yoga, but really extending your arms all the way. But for me to get all the way down the floor is a little tricky and it's really can be painful for me to get up. It's just because of the mechanics of the whole thing. And so sure. he's like, okay, you could do it when you're leaning against like a kitchen island or I swam a lot this weekend. And I found that um, depending on the height of the um, deck of the pool, you know, I, leaning back that way is really good. And oh, it just kind of loosens. I don't know. It just gives yeah. space. Um, yeah. It, yeah. It's, oh, good. good. It's good. It's good. So. So anyway, so um, I definitely realized in the scheme, the larger scheme of things, this is a very minor issue. And um, I, my PT gave me, you know, hope that this will clear itself up pretty. That's great. Pretty That's good to know. And yeah. just and just FYI, I'm not minimizing your pain or anything, but I mean, I think sometimes people think like, oh, slip discs, bulging discs, like degenerative discs, and like I, I like I can't remember the statistics, but we all more or less have screwed up backs at this point in our lives. <laughs> like we really do. Like if yeah, you wouldn't yeah. got a, you know, an x-ray, it doesn't look pretty like it does, uh -huh. you know, on the skeleton hanging in your chiropractor's <laughs> office. So, um, I, but I, I think sometimes you get like, because it is such a nervy area and mm -hmm. also has so much many ramifications for how you move that it's, mm -hmm. it's scary, right? Yeah. You know, like you think you're bulging just, you're like, oh my gosh, am I going to be, you know. Yeah. In a wheelchair. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That that I would. I mean, I think even wearing a mask, the guy could see the panic on my face. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. oh no, 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 no. That's fine. He's like, oh, it should clear itself up just on its own in a few more weeks. Yeah. And he's yeah, like, oh, exactly. and if your pain gets you know bad, they could give you you know a, a steroid shot. Yeah, probably. exactly. Steroid shot. That that's what my doctor said um, when. Um, they it was my my outgoing doctor looked at it and he's the one who sent me the email over the weekend he was like oh yeah and if it's you know if the pain still bothers you in a couple of weeks we could give you a steroid shot so um yeah which sounds kind of like an epidural all over again <laughs> yeah, it does it does it does have that tinge to it especially in your spine yeah yeah um, yes. well so do you want to hear about my quick pain point it's not it's not an injury um okay. but um so, so, you know, my Zwift racing is very exciting um, with my little Canadian team. Not, it's not little, it's, it's a significant Canadian team. Um, but we made the playoffs <laughs> in our very, we had a very um, small uh, corral. Like for some reason, our, we only raced against like four or five other teams. So, mm -hmm. you know. Don't yeah, minimize. Don't I'm not minimizing it, but it's a little or, bit like, yeah. like Sarah, you'd be like, it's like being like the tallest midget. Like it's just not, you know, it's, it's okay. But anyway, um, and so, um, and so. So, and I am, and again, like I am not minimizing it, but I am like not the point scorer. I am the one that like hangs on for dear life to just be like, hey, I made it through, guys. Aren't you proud of me? Like, cheer for me, even though you finished three minutes ago. Um, but so, in order to be in the playoffs, you have to um, verify your height and weight oh, with Swift. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, this is like, again, it's like, so if you know racing, I mean, like, we're category D, which is like, you know, the like the, the wreck category right mm -hmm, i mean for mm -hmm. for all intents and purposes mm -hmm. and um and it's just so funny so i got the you know yesterday afternoon like i had to like look at the watch the video you have to like put a a barbell on the scale like to show how it's to show that it's calibrated correctly you know <laughs> then take that off and then step on the scale and show it and then like show your face so that like it wouldn't be someone else i'm like oh my a God. ringer a ringer exactly exactly and then and then the height you know i'm like I'm kind of tall, so I don't think you can see me totally getting in this, but like, <laughs> like pulling up the, you know, the tape measure on the wall. I mean, it was just, whatever. It's just funny. I mean, I, you know, it's, 
I, I guess I, I think they probably see the D's and they're like, yeah, check, check, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they didn't make you go off and see your primary care provider like, you know, they make kids do for high school athletics or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I know. I know. And I'm like, you know, and I mean, obviously, whatever. It's just so funny. I'm just like, this is so not my and like, you you know, the the um so not my scene and like the 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 uh, uh, example videos. <laughs> or like, of course, this little, you know, like probably 30 something. He weighed 131 pounds. So there you go. So and like his he psych- weighed 131. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And um, and he and, and like in his cycling kit. So I'm like, oh, God, I better you know, you're supposed to be in your I'm like, I, and I usually don't wear a jersey like when I'm riding inside. I just don't like to mm-hmm. I just wear a T-shirt, you know, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I better put on my jersey. And then like and I usually don't wear socks. but I'm like, I better put socks on because no one wants to see my bunions like when I like flash down at the scale. So anyway, you'll be happy to know that I was um, I was verified. So I I'm ready to, you know, oh, yeah. represent at, you know, 77th place on Tuesday night. So get ready. So that's that's what it is, Tuesday night? Uh, it's, it, I think there are two races. One is Tuesday night and I think one is Saturday. But again, <laughs> look, and I'm not... Look and how I'm, committed you are. <laughs> I, th- I think there's two races. <laughs> well, it's, it is it is one of those things that you're just like, I just kind of do as I'm told. Um, <laughs> right. And I am, and I'm not, and I'm not being humble. I truly am like... Like we did it. We did a team time trial. Well, wait, I talked about it once when I got left on a line. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so the second time I did it <laughs> and it was two laps and I hung for one lap. And then the second lap, like I was like, you guys go. I mean, like I just I got <laughs> dropped on the hill and I couldn't catch them, you know. So like, you know, so I mean, it's, it's fun. I'm glad to do it. And I definitely push a lot harder than I ever would on my own, which is uh-huh. why I do it. Um, but, you know, they're not going to I'm not going to be recruited to the, you know, Women's Tour de France anytime soon. Although I got to say, Dim, the thing that pops into my mind is they must be really strong cyclists because you are a really strong cyclist. It's all perspective, right? Like, it's like, you know, I feel like people that um, self-select into the Zwift Racing Mm. League (laughs) are pretty pretty intense, (laughs) you know, but but yes, I mean, I am, you know, versus like, you know, the people going around Cherry Creek, like I'm a little bit more intense, but I mean, these people are, you know, they like study the courses, they, and they're, and they're very, I mean, they're very like, they're not, you know, it's not intimidating or anything, but it's just, they, they care a lot about it. It's fun. Mm -hmm. It's really fun Mm -hmm. for them. And maybe, you know, maybe with time. I mean, this is my first season, so we'll see how it all goes. <laughs> Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. <laughs> ready to pedal. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk about Lizzie because she yeah. is going to do her first marathon. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Hi, my name is Lizzie. I'm from Philadelphia, and I'm hoping to run my first marathon in November. I've done a couple of 10-mile races before and hope to do another 10-mile race and a half before the marathon in November. Um, My question is, I have an extremely busy life, and it's hard to fit in all of the things that seem required for marathon training, from dynamic warm-up to static stretching cool-down, like two days of strength training, um, foam rolling. And on busy weeks, um, I was hoping for your advice on what could get cut out, whether I could sometimes skip on the cool-down or the foam rolling, um, and where there's some fat to be cut on a busy week. Thank you. Love the podcast. Bye. Well, thanks for calling in, Lizzie. And um, given that you live in Philly and you're contemplating a November marathon, I put one and one together. And I'm <laughs> thinking that you might have your sights set on the Philadelphia Marathon, which is a great race. Um, did that in 2016, I believe it was. Um, or no, 20. Yeah, it was some year. Yeah, it was yeah, some we year. Yeah, we did the found your, Find My Strong, right? Yeah, it could have been. 
Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, so, but it was um, in 2016 because that okay. was the year of the election. I don't think it was. I think it was before that. Um. So, yeah, I think you're right because I think that I ran bought. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, but really great crowd support, you know, neighborhood support, really great way to see the city. So, you have an exciting treat waiting for you in November. But, um, Coach Dim, I got to say, I'm turning this question over to you. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. Thanks. Um, so, you know, definitely it is the marathon is a commitment. Like we talked about last on the last answers when this um, random person called named Sarah called in is wondering <laughs> if she should do her marathon. So it is a commitment. And, and if it's your first one, you're definitely going to be um, surprised a little bit by the time commitment, right? Mm-hmm. Especially like the mm-hmm. weekend runs and kind of the overall fatigue that you start to feel in like mm-hmm. weeks 13, 14, 15 ish, right? In the thick mm-hmm. of training. Yeah. Um, and so that doesn't mean that like it, you can drop things out, okay? But you but you have to be really judicious and kind of diligent about what thoughtful, I guess, is a better word mm-hmm. about what you drop out and kind mm-hmm. of still try to sprinkle things in because you know. So Lizzie, you know, hopefully you are injury free and you don't have issues. But um, if you do have any physical therapy things that you know help you, like I would not lose those during the phys- during the marathon training cycle. Like Sarah talked about her cobra. Like mm-hmm. if that helps you, you got to do it. Um, mm-hmm. Strength training. The thing about all these things, like dynamic warm up. Two days of strength training, foam rolling. Sarah, I know you're going to talk about foam rolling, but I'll talk about the warm up. Like that is five minutes. That is five minutes, and and not that I'm like shaming you, like oh you don't have time for it, but more like it is better for you to take five minutes to warm up mm-hmm. and take five minutes off your run because chances are, Lizzie, you're coming from either lying down in bed and kind mm-hmm. of have bolted upright and are going, or you've been <laughs> sitting right, sitting yeah, in a car, yeah. sitting at your desk, and so yeah. you've got to give your body a little bit of like runway before you start running. Okay. Yeah. So like five minutes, even less. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's one thing that you can do. And, and the, I mean, the other thing that can also be a warm up, like um, on days where you're just like, I'm not feeling it to do my knee hugs and my, you know, walking on my toes and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can walk for five minutes, like a brisk walk, just, mm-hmm. you know, just ease into the run. Mm-hmm. Um, the cool down you know, I, various coaches will have different ideas on this. I would say just always take your last 10 minutes of a run easy. And maybe mm-hmm. those last two minutes are just walking at home. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Done. Mm-hmm. Um, two days of strength training. So I would really argue that this isn't optional, but two days of strength training could be 20 minutes at a time, yep. like really, truly. And and um, it's come up a couple times recently in this past week where I've just heard like, break it up. If that's 10 minutes times two or times four during the week, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you can do it when you are in front of the TV. You can do it when you are waiting for pasta to boil, do a <laughs> plank series, you know, like it doesn't necessarily have to be putting on my sports bra, going to the gym. I mean, mm-hmm. because of the demand of, of marathon training, your body's going to be pretty worked. So mm-hmm. this is not the time where you have to go do, you know, heavy deadlifts or how much <laughs> can you squat? This is, you know, more like keeping your muscles mobile, flexible, keeping, you know, just keeping things strong and stable. So it's a lot of like body weight stuff, a lot of planks and glute bridges and one-legged squats and things like that you don't necessarily need to be you know at the gym for so those are the two things i would say i don't want you to cut them out but Mm -hmm. you can definitely be super efficient with them yeah i like that tim because i don't want to say that you're minimizing them but you are hearing you talk it's like oh yeah i could probably 
you know, find five minutes to do that or, or, you know, multitask and that sort of thing. So hearing you talk, it definitely reminds me that it is more doable than one thinks when one just kind of looks at the big picture of it all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that's, so kudos to you for making it seem doable <laughs> and approachable and, and being able to chew it off in chunks. Um, so, and as you said, the foam rolling, uh, we had our favorite foam rolling expert, Colleen, um, at our retreat, and she was reminding people that it can be done for shorter periods of time. It can be done at other times of the day. It doesn't have to be, you know, the best time, she says, is before a run. But if that doesn't work out for your schedule, Lizzie, you know, it can be in the evening, you know, while you're watching Inventing Anna, you know, or, um, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe get out on the bring. Put the foam roller in the back of your car and when your kid has soccer practice you know be the odd duck mom who does it by the sidelines sure, that sort sure. of thing so and that um that you only need to roll over a certain area or as colleen says make a pass three to five times so we're not saying lay down and roll up and down your quad ad infinitum you know it's three to five times in the you know very concentrated area and then a little you know side to side shimmy on it and then boom, move on to the next part. So that it, let's say you have a routine that you could see from um, on our YouTube channel, Colleen demonstrates some of the moves. Let's say her whole series is 20 minutes, break that up into four or five minute chunks throughout the week. And then she, and then Colleen was saying at the retreat that you only need to do the full routine maybe once a week if you can fit that in. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And the other thing that I want to add, because I think it's important is sometimes, I mean, speaking for myself, like I would see a run, you know, when I was running, see a run on the schedule six miles. So I think 60 minutes, okay, mm -hmm. or whatever I would, you know, whatever my pace was, but I whatever, that's going to take me 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I would say I would advocate for adding 15 minutes to that. And that mm -hmm. way you have that extra time, right, mm -hmm. to foam roll a little bit to give yourself a warm up to maybe do a little strength training in the driveway before you walk in. Like, <laughs> I think sometimes we're so scheduled to the second. You're like, okay, mm -hmm. so I'm going to get up at 630. I'll be at the door by 645. I'm home by 745. And I'll be mm -hmm. driving the kids at eight, you know? And so like, and it, you know, it, it never works out that way. It's it like never works out that way, first of all. But then also like, what does that look like if you get up at 615? And I realize, you know, 615 versus 630 is not so bad you know, 515 versus 530 feels a lot mm -hmm. harsher, right? Yes, but like, yes. I, you know, like I, even I find that with my bike now too, because you got to do this like calibration thing before you can get into the workout. And mm -hmm. that takes 10 minutes, right? And, mm -hmm. and to this point is I've added on a warm up because I've realized now I really need to do that, not a warm up on the bike, you know? And mm -hmm. every time I'm like, okay, just five minutes and I do it and I look down and it's like, three and a half minutes on my watch. Like it doesn't take as much time as you think it will. And again, Lizzie, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like shaking my finger at you virtually here and I'm not trying to do that. I'm just saying like, just, just, just check it out for yourself instead of deciding how long it's going to take and see what you can do to build in those packets of time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Well, this question is Stephanie, who is bedeviled by headaches after long runs. Hi, this is Stephanie from Cincinnati. Love the podcast. I love hearing all the questions and answers. Here's my question. Usually after a long run, five miles or more, about two hours after I get back and finish from my run, I get a terrible headache. I take water on my run. I 
drink a ton of water after I'm done. I've even had a cup of coffee before I start running. I was thinking maybe it was because I didn't have coffee early enough, but nothing seems to help. Um, any advice you can give would be awesome. Thanks so much. Love the show. Bye. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for loving AMR Answers. We appreciate the gratitude. And Dim, when I listened to Stephanie's voicemail, it completely reminded me of the headaches you used to get after runs. Yes, yes. So a long run, you know, five miles or more, says Stephanie. Um, I mean, I can almost repeat it, like ad nauseum, like <laughs> from when we used to do the the book tour. And I'd be like, yeah, and you, you get this headache after a run. And you're like, you take the whole bottle of Costco size Advil and it still doesn't go away. So what do you need? <laughs> and then you pull out the magic tube of noon and you say, oh, you need electrolytes. And mm -hmm. that's the thing. Um, it doesn't sound like you are trying that. You said you drink a ton of water after and you take water on your run, but let's put some electrolytes in there. That's mm -hmm. sodium, magnesium, and potassium, Stephanie. Noon is, of course, what we love around these parts, but there are other sports drinks if noon doesn't sit in your stomach well for some reason. Mm -hmm. um, and it helps your cells for like, you know, science 101, like hold on to the water. There's something mm -hmm. about it. And mm -hmm. so when I would go on a long run, I would take you know, noon with me. And then if I came home and um, it was like, you know, say in May or, you know, a, a warmer month around here, I would, you know, double dose my noon. Mm, <laughs> like I would drop right. two and do a little fruit punch, like lemon lime, you know, combo <laughs> or whatever sounded good that day and drink that afterwards. And literally you'd be surprised at what a difference that makes. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's drinking noon before a workout, I drink it right before I head out the door because I, um, you know, because I can, I don't mind the sloshy slosh. Um, and then, you know, if it's a longer run, carry it with me. And then as soon as I come in the door, have another bottle of it. Or like um, lately, I've been swimming a lot, as I said. And so I'll drink a bottle of it on my way to the pool, pee before I go in the pool, and then have a bottle of it there at the, on the, you know, pool deck so that I can sip during my workout. Thanks, um, thanks for elaborating that you pee before yeah. getting in the pool and not in the pool. So <laughs> yes, thanks in case people yeah. were wondering. Yeah. Yes, yes. You know, uh, <laughs> so yeah, so it, it does. All those electrolytes helps your body, um, your cells retain that um, that water instead of it just sometimes if you just drink a lot of water, basically, I think of myself as a, a massive hose that it goes in one end and out the no, other. Yeah, yeah you're peeing, peeing clear yeah. and you're like, what's wrong? I'm pee I'm so hydrated. Like, I can't even yeah. tell that I just went to the bathroom, right? Yeah, yeah. So clear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and some other things, Stephanie, that might, you know, if that, if you try electrolytes and you run and that does not work, um, you know, it may be under fueling, right? And that's mm -hmm. something else to think about. You're going to want to have at least 200 calories an hour for any run over 75 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, it could be um, also bad form. And um, mm. and that's um, not necessarily like, again, it's not a um, reprimand or anything, but you might be holding a lot of tension in your neck or your mm -hmm. shoulders. So, mm -hmm. you know, kind of think about really standing up tall, like you've got that balloon coming out of your head um, as you run, especially towards the end of it when you get mm. tired and a little slouchy. Um, and then finally, of course, if none of that helps, like definitely, you know, <laughs> we are not um, Dr. Meredith 
Grey. So we um, <laughs> we don't even play Meredith Grey on TV. So if that doesn't none of that helps, then definitely see a doctor. Yeah, yeah. And what about the caffeine piece, Tim? You know, I I don't do caffeine. So what? You don't what did do you caffeine? Yeah, yeah. Um. So it, yeah, I love that she tried that. I mean, basically, it really is an, an individual thing, but. Everything that I've heard and from our coaches and read in other places is if you are a caffeinated person, if you like to drink coffee or other things, just keep your routine up. So it sounds like you like it before you go for a run or you drink it in the morning, Stephanie. So take that. And that can be a little bit of a hydration. I mean, it's a little bit dehydrating, but it's okay. And then um, have some noon or some electrolytes and then go on your run and see what that happens. But I wouldn't mess too much with the caffeine piece. Mm. Um Hmm. The only, you know, I mean, we can talk another time about like caffeinated gels and how to kind of use those for, for jet propulsion. Um, but, <laughs> you know, but for as far as just drinking it, I always, I typically still have my coffee before a workout and mm. it's fine. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in order to go green, you have to get blue. Blue land, that is. Blue land was founded on the belief that a cleaner planet starts by eliminating plastic waste while creating powerful, effective cleaners for your entire home. Team AMR loves Blue Land products, and we have an offer for you. Try Blue Land and get 20% off your first order at blueland.com AMR. You'll love it, and the planet will thank you. We love that we don't have to sacrifice quality of cleaning supplies to switch to Blue Land. Not only are the products fantastically functional, but the bottles are aesthetically clean and lovely to look at. Instagram-worthy, dare we say. And if you choose not to purchase the bottles, you can drop the tabs right into old bottles you already have on hand. The only thing you need to discard are outdated ideas that eco-friendly products are more expensive and less effective. Just fill bottles with warm water, pop in one of the hand soap or spray cleaner tablets, and within minutes you have powerful cleaning products in the most incredible scents such as iris agave, perrine lemon, and lavender eucalyptus. The money-saving refill tablets start at just $2. From their best-selling Clean Essentials kit to their hand soap duo and plastic-free laundry and dishwasher tablets, Blue Land has something for every inch of your home. And, backed by popular demand, is Blue Land's toilet tablet cleaner. Get it before it sells out again. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order when you go to blueland.com AMR. That's 20% off your first order of any Blue Land products at blueland.com AMR. Stride into spring with a new pair of Rothy's. Rothy's shoes are incredibly comfortable and machine washable, so your fresh start stays fresh all year long. I wore my favorite pair of Rothy's, the driver, a slip-on loafer, to the welcome reception and live podcast recording at our recent retreat. So many gals gave them compliments, and I told them how comfy and versatile they are. Now I'm eyeing the nine seasonal colors the driver is available in. I'm debating between two greenish shades, Limon and Martini. Rothy's has casual and dressy styles for both men and women, so you'll always find exactly what you need. Take your pick from flats, sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, and more. And it's not just shoes. Rothy's also has stylish and washable bags, wallets, and other accessories. The best part? Everything Rothy's makes is better for the planet. They've repurposed millions of water bottles into their signature thread that goes into every single one of their products. Hit spring in stride with a fresh pair of Rothy's. New customers, get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com AMR. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash AMR. That's $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash AMR. Do you feel like something is interfering with your happiness or preventing you from reaching your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. 
BetterHelp is affordable, convenient, and professional. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions and send a message to your counselor at any time. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. That was really important to me when I first started using the service. As was knowing that BetterHelp offers a broad range of licensed professional counselors who specialize in a wide range of issues, including but not limited to depression, stress, anxiety, anger, grief, trauma, and sexual gender identity. With BetterHelp, I feel there's someone out there who is always on my team and who will listen in a non-judgmental way. With spring arriving along with a more normal way of life returning, my heart sings a little brighter than it has lately, but I still love knowing I have someone who I can turn to for help and guidance. Start living a happier life today. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com AMR. Join more than 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com AMR for 10% off your first month. Thanks, BetterHelp. All right, this one is Jackie, who is curious about family meals. Hey, ladies, this is Jackie, a mother runner of four from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I'm calling about family meal times. Sarah, I believe your children are vegan, vegetarian, but your husband is not, and I was wondering how you do the meal prep. Does your family prepare separate proteins and all eat the same size, or do you make separate meals? I've recently gotten into pescatarianism and vegetarianism, but my family are carnivores. And even though my husband and I share cooking duties fairly equally, it's exhausting making two separate meals every night. Any tips, resources, tricks you could provide would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. So this is a timely question as my husband Jack has given up meat entirely for Lent not just on Fridays. Wow, uh, that's a big one for him. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yes, it is a big deal. So um, so for what we normally do, um, Jackie, you're right. My kids are vegetarians and have been for quite a while. So um, typically, you know, during non-Lenten times, if Jack wants to eat meat, then he grills it and eats the rest of the meal that I'm serving. So, you know, um, even if it's a pasta or something like that he'll still just have you know his big hunk of meat that we all try not to look at while he's eating it and then he'll (laughs) have you know the the salad that i've made some of this you know a smaller portion of the pasta whatever and um you know if it's a yeah he does that with anything so um on rare occasions he does just eat a big slab of meat and kind of call it good um but um but it is definitely 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 not two entirely different meals because i am not a shorter order cook and i am not going to bow to that whether it's for jack or when my kids were little like my mantra was this is what's for dinner so yeah uh-huh. I didn't have that mantra. <laughs> I was like, please eat my children. Please, please eat picky children. Um, you know, but one, one of the things that comes to mind, and I mean, we I did a little bit of short order cooking, but I also, Sarah, I think you value um, like a very cohesive dinner more than it's priority for me. So I, um, I was fine like making my kids, you know, grilled cheese for dinner and some veggies and fruit. And then Grant and I would have something later. Like it just, it, I honestly like, that was fine for me. Um, uh-huh. But one of the things that I was thinking about with, with Jackie is like, I would, if I were you, Jackie, I would um, make a couple things at like the beginning of the week that uh-huh. um, you really like and have like the protein you need. So whether it's like some kind of protein scramble or, 
you know, um, I don't know, like quinoa and I don't know. I mean, salads, whatever. I mean, Sarah, I'm trying to, I'm coming up shy on things. I really <laughs> like the peanut tofu broccoli thing and weekday Ooh. vegetarians. That's good. Yeah. Um, but whatever. But I would have like three or four different, maybe not three or four, maybe two or three different things that you really like. Mm -hmm. And so when like the main dish is like a chicken or tacos or something like that, like you can pull on that and, you know, and still have the rest of the meal and the kids, you can just sub that in for, um, you know, the meat that the everyone else is eating. Cause she's the one that is changing. It's, it seems like her family is still staying the same. Yeah. Um, so yes, that, um, I, I couldn't tell whether exactly whether she was switching. I guess I had assumed her kids were just because that's what led yeah, us. Yeah, she says, my families are carnivores. And even though my husband and yeah. I share cooking duties, she's yeah. gotten into pescatarianism and vegetarianism. Vegetarianism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I mean, I would also, you know, you mentioned tacos. And for the, um, for so Daphne, my 16-year-old, I, I think I've mentioned before, she has a boyfriend now. She's been dating um, since the fall. And the very first time, his name's Cooper, the very first time Cooper ate at our house, what I was serving for dinner that night was um, soy curl tacos. And so I adore soy curls. They are, you kind of have to look on the bottom shelf of Whole Foods for them sometimes. But they are um, a soy product that you... I don't want to say reconstitute exactly, but you put it in um, boiling water and they plump up and then you squeeze them out once the water's not so hot. I've made that mistake before. Um, oh, and you, <laughs> you squeeze them out and then like I for my tacos, I marinate them in kind of orange juice with some taco mix in there or some, you know, Mexican type spices. And then just fry that up like you in a frying pan, like you would, or saute, I guess, in a frying pan, like you would um ground meat or something like that and so the reason i meant back to the what why am i mentioning cooper and daphne's you know daphne is that i was like okay cooper well we're having soy curl tacos have you ever had soy curls before he's like um no i don't think so and i'm like oh you'd remember if you'd had them before <laughs> and, and you know he loved them just fine they have a almost kind of meaty texture to them um so and you do have to look around a little bit i don't find all that many soy curl recipes so that's you know you can find some things that can be crowd pleasers across um different spectrum of eating styles that's i yeah. guess that my takeaway from that and and okay and so you mentioned the weekday vegetarian by jenny rosenstratch who you've had most recently was she in many happy miles or was yeah, she on she trains? came and talked to us in um many happy miles yeah adore her yeah um and yeah it's a great great cookbook and i mean that's where the um tofu broccoli peanut sauce thing came from and i served mm -hmm. that you know um grant and ben i mean they they don't mind meatless mondays but it's not their favorite thing and mm -hmm. they both really liked it so again like you were saying like you might find some flexibility both ways that you yeah. you'd be surprised yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Jenny Rosenstretch, her her book, The Weekday Vegetarian. There's also her website, dinneralovestory.com, has lots of of great ways that can kind of be crowd pleasers, no matter what a person's eating style is. Um, you know, Mark Bittman's How to Cook Everything Vegetarian, um, and just also, Dim, you mentioned tofu. There's so many different ways to cook tofu. You know, like I, um, if you remember to 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 get it, you know, squeeze the moisture it. out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, and uh, you have to think about that five minutes before you, more than five minutes before you start cooking dinner. And so if you press it out and then you cube it and then, um, you know, get some cornstarch, put it in a bowl and put some cornstarch in there and kind of shake it around a little bit so it gets coated. And then um, 
put it, you cook it in the oven and boy, it turns out really crisp, nice and crispy on the outside. Um, this is an extra firm or firm type of tofu. So anyway, I don't know. I say, well, yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, again, like if you have that, you know, kind of, you know, if you do that on a Sunday while you're preparing maybe other things or whatever, or while you're mm -hmm. making a dinner on Monday and mm -hmm. make double tofu, you know, like then you can kind of use that to sub in. I just like that idea. And that yeah. kind of leads to our last idea, which is, of course, bowls, um, mm -hmm. which you can kind of, you know, have kids pick what they want, you know, so you can mm -hmm. have beans. I mean, I always think of chipotle, right? Like mm -hmm. beans, rice, you could have chicken, you could have tofu, you could have peppers, guacamole, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. but you can do that Asian inspired. You can do that you know, a, a thousand different ways, Italian. Um, so definitely like, you know, uh, having different ingredients, almost like, you know, puzzle pieces that you put together and people yeah. kind of put together based on their, um, on their carnivorean tendencies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, and um, in uh, Run Fast, Eat Slow, they have all sorts of suggestions for bowls and different sauces and, you know, different ways of cooking veggies. And I, I just remember a million years ago, we had um, the Olympian Magda Boulay on. Oh, and she, she loves those. Oh, and talks all about bowls. And I remember just thinking like, what are you talking about, woman? Like, that sounds so complex. And then I just read a couple, you know, looked at a couple recipes, kind of went to this one restaurant um, that um, I guess it's called Kava. It's a chain and kind of a fast casual. And that just thinking about all the things that I liked that I could choose from there. And then, I don't know, it's just something clicked and it just opens up a world of possibilities. And um, well, yeah. And it also, I mean, again, like just thinking about ease, like, I mean, I often, that's how I mostly make my lunch, right? Like today, mm -hmm. like we last night, we had like, you know, fake chipotle chicken, right? Mm -hmm. And but well, not fake, but like made, made it at home, right? Mm -hmm. And then um, like rice. And so like rice and chicken left over, like on top of salad and some, you know, good stuff there. I mean, that's perfect. So it's like, mm -hmm. it, it's almost like built for, um, you know, leftovers and maybe dinner the next night, which yep, I, yep. I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also just kind of looking in your fridge and seeing what's there. And it's like, oh, huh, that broccoli looks, you know, it's it's only got a couple days left on a while. And I roast that up with this cauliflower. And suddenly then you got two really robust options to throw into stuff. And, you know, that plus a whole bunch of, you know, little Tupperware containers are your best friends. So absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we want to be your best friend. So we'd love your questions. So um, please <laughs> call us in, call into us at, um, or you can call us out or in um, at uh, 470-BADASS-1. That's 470-223-2771. Um, we'd love your first name and where you're calling from. And please keep your message to about 60 seconds or less. Yes. And also please subscribe to our newsletter if you don't get it already. A fresh one gets sent out every Tuesday, Friday, and Sunday full of advice, motivation, and gear discounts. To sign up, go to anothermothernerd.com, and you should be greeted by a pop-up that asks you to sign up. And when you sign up, you get a code for 15% off a purchase in our Mother Runner store. So how about Sweet. that? Yep. Sweet. That is a win. Um, although we don't have any discounts on bowls. Sorry. You're going to have to go to your Chipotle app for that. Um, so keep the questions coming because we are here with answers and laughs.